Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, fellow gamers. Welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast. We have so much to break down today as we look back at This Week in Gaming and discuss our favorite gaming stories this week. We are going to be talking about PlayStation's State of Play, the release of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, and if we have some time at the end, we might talk a little bit about some new footage of Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he just got told off by Judas that he's a frog in a pot boiling so slowly it's josh i like to think this is a hot tub that was made just for me guys yeah yeah, yeah get a little warm uh, a little boiled frog sounds delicious maybe hey. maybe it's a good cornerstone I'm from, I'm from of a louisiana meal. i've eaten frog legs <laughs> yeah probably not boiled i'm guessing uh, no, probably probably, probably fried yeah probably fried yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. And then joining Josh and me, he's getting ready to rock out in a post-apocalyptic sequel by shredding on an electric guitar that shoots lightning. It's Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Guys, we've got a lot of games. Some of them very weird games to talk about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm very excited. The weirder, the better. All right. So let's start out by talking about the PlayStation State of Play. Now, Josh, you and I in particular have covered so many of these. Oh yeah. They're always a mixed bag. Like there are some we don't we don't even cover for this week in gaming because we're like that was really boring. There's really, really nothing to talk about. I feel like this one gave us a lot to talk about. There are so many games that I'm like, "Oh, we're going to have to talk about that." "Oh, we're going to talk about that." Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm like, "We're going to cover like six games from the state of play, but like that's Dang. where we if are." They deserve talking about they deserve talking about sometimes that's because they look good sometimes it's because they look bad but yeah i mean if if, if they catch our eye for one reason or another we're gonna bring them up yeah and i think this one brings a lot of good and bad if you ask yeah. me but fun <laughs> stuff to talk about let's start out with death stranding 2 on the beach now as far as i know Josh never played the first. Never. I played about seven or eight hours. I enjoyed it. Just kind of fizzled. Ryan, do you have any experience in Death Stranding? Only that it weirded me out and leave it to Kojima to make a game to weird me out. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's he's he's a great game developer. I think he's even better just making stuff weird. Oh, yeah. Like running around with a fetus that you're like connected to that senses <laughs> cries like black bad guys tears yeah. thing. Yeah. So weird. Dude, okay. As somebody that's never played Death Stranding, I love the visuals that I see in, in the first Death Stranding, right? Like oh, I, yeah. every time I see a trailer for that game, I'm like, dude, this game looks bananas. And then I see the gameplay and it's like Oh yeah, there's a reason I didn't ever play this game because I feel like I'm just walking <laughs> over like rocks the whole time. And then we see this trailer for Death Stranding 2 and it hits me even harder than the trailers for Death Stranding and I go like, 
what is this fever dream that I'm like being a part of? Dude, like, am I on mushrooms? Like, what is happening? I was just going to say, I don't remember taking anything. Yes, like, but, but and I then feel I'm, like I did. I'm watching this just like, like, it, like just stunned. Like, I can't pull my eyes away from these trailers. And I'm like, this might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. But then I remember the gameplay portion and I go like, is it just more walking around? And, and then like, I see people on Twitter and they're like, dude, Death Stranding is a masterpiece. People that just call it a walking simulator don't know what they're talking about. But then I see other people going like, Death Stranding looks really cool, but it's just a cool looking walking simulator. I I don't know who to believe anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remember kind of feeling the same way. I mean, this is where all the walking simulator jokes started. As far as I know, there was literally a game someone made called Walking Simulator that looked and played like a poor version of Death Stranding. I will say... I really enjoyed it and I kind of get it. I think it just clicks with people or it doesn't. I mean, I believe the first one sold like over 5 million copies. I know a lot of people did like it, but there's really no people in the middle because the game is so weird and the gameplay is just a lot of I'm carrying these packages from point A to point B, but you get to see like, oh, someone left that ladder online and and now I get I'm connected in their world so I can, you know, use their ladder or I I'm gonna put a rope here and maybe someone else will get to use this rope later. So that stuff was actually really neat. But like the game is wacky. Like the story is so hard to follow. This one's even weirder. We've got the sentient stop motion puppet in the midst of a fluid animated Dude. game. Like, I don't yeah. even know what to make of that. I thought it was really cool to be honest when they did like the animation for that guy. And that just led me into more of the, like, did somebody slip me something? Because like, <laughs> you've got all these hyper realistic graphics with these really crazy effects and people and babies and little jars on the, on his chest and stuff like that. And then there's this weird, like 15 frames a second, talking puppet guy <laughs> and then i love the fact that he was going to put him on his back like Mimir, yeah. and then he was like oh come on and he's like, do right, like he that. sticks him on the front instead <laughs> yeah, yeah i want to ride shotgun <laughs> yeah that, and then like the 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 baby like burps out like the the ship the, the ship that flies yeah. through there and it was just it same thing as me i was like watching this just so weirded out, but also blown away, and I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I'm like, wait, what happened? Oh, what are they pulling at? Oh, what's that stuff that just sprayed out? What the heck is this game? And then they get near the end with that one guy. They're about to fight, and I'm like, okay, here we go. We got a battle. And he whips out a guitar and just starts shredding <laughs> at the guy and he's shooting like electric <laughs> beams at him. And I'm, yeah. what? What is happening right now? <laughs> this is crazy. Oh. But I really love it. Like yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. I think it's awesome. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have to get back into the first one because I wanna know more about the story. But I think there are a couple things here that were really fun. So as I was writing notes watching this video, which I think was like nine or ten minutes, I wrote guns with an exclamation mark, because that's not a part of the first one, at least not in the parts I played. And they even say in the trailer about trading in a rope for a stick. Oh. So I think we're gonna have more of that combat, maybe a little bit more action. I know Kojima said he was trying to invent a new genre with Death Stranding, and maybe maybe he just went too far avoiding guns, and now he's going to welcome some back in. But uh, this one's not coming out for a long time. We're looking at 2025 for the release, but I will say it feels like 
a very likely deep dive because it's just going to be a huge release and rather weird. I think it'll be a lot of fun to talk about. It's It's got me insanely curious, to be honest. I don't know how you can make characters that look the way they do. The girl with the glove, like the hands on her neck. Like, yeah, I yeah. love this just, I don't even know if surreal is the right term for it. Just this bananas like stuff like I, my brain likes that. I'm just, I'm watching this trailer and I'm going, dude, this is crazy. Even in the first death straining with the weird baby and it's crying black tears. And there's the, then he's walking around and you come across the black sludge lakes and this giant creature raises up and it's dripping the black goo. And I'm like, what is that? I love sci-fi, but I've, but I also like games to be fun and have gameplay elements and to be coherent and to kind yeah. of make a little bit of sense. Cause you know, yeah. I, let's be honest. I'm getting a little older. The old noggin's not working quite as good as it used to. And sometimes I'm just like, am I dumb? Is this not making sense to me? Like, but then I read every, <laughs> it's like, no, it doesn't make sense to anybody. And this one's even weirder. That's what I think caught a lot of people off guard is okay. I didn't know it was even going to get stranger compared to the first. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm glad to know that I'm not alone because I was watching this stuff again this morning, looking it over, and I, I, I know I am easily excitable, and I get sucked in with trailers. Pretty simple. Like I'll show you guys right here. I said I hit. Uh, it's not coming through. Um, but I text my buddy this morning. Do you have a hard copy of Death Stranding One? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right away, nice. and I was like, <laughs> I got, I got to check this out and see what the heck is going on here. So I have an idea, you know, but. Yeah, it's just one of those, I'm sure I'm going to, you know, we have some time, so I'm going to hop into that and play it and figure out or not figure out what the what the heck the game's even about. It, <laughs> it was free on Epic Game Store at some point. I know I have it in my library. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so, I, I, I mean, I got to try it, right? Yeah. You're going to hate it, but I, you should try see, it. You is, should try it anyway. This is why. I, I, <laughs> it's I, more I, my I kind of game. I have a feeling I'm going to hate it. And yeah. that's like I, that's almost like I don't want to experience it, so that in my mind it can just be this like really cool looking game that I just never got a chance to play. Versus like I tried it, this game's terrible. It's just a walking simulator. Yeah, there's cool stuff there. I really love the ideas of the game, like the fact that you have rain that like fast forwards time. So if cargo is inside it, it'll start to decay. There's so much neat elements of it. But as far as actual gameplay, I think you would probably get bored, Josh. But if this one's got, you know, fighting with guitars and guns, that sounds <laughs> a little more up your alley. To well, me. he's got some time for it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So many other games to cover here. Although before we jump into the next game, I do want to ask everyone out there that if you are enjoying our content and you like our show, please just take a moment, rate our show five stars. If you have an iPhone, leave a written review in Apple Podcasts. And also, if you want to get bonus content, we actually have Patreon support options where we release two bonus episodes every month. There's tons of other perks like getting a shout out on the show. Go check it all out at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, moving on to the next game here. This one will be a much shorter discussion. Rise of the Ronin. So this is one that we have mentioned on the show. We've been a little bit up and down. The game looks a little bit bananas. We haven't really been too sure what to even really think of it. We got a gameplay overview that showed a little little bit more. How are you guys feeling about Rise of the Ronin? I, I'm a little torn on this one, to be honest, which sounds goofy because I know there's a lot of people out there that they said this is, this is the number one thing from State of Play that they were super excited about. I love samurai stuff. I, I mean, I used to want to be a ninja when I was a kid. 
like the theme is right up my alley. The problem with Rise of Ronin for me is like I, I feel like I'm not sure what the identity is, right? Is it is it Ghost of Tsushima? Is it Nio? Is it a mix of the two? Is it is Assassin's it, Creed? Is it Assassin's Creed? Because then the guy's whipping around with a grapple hook and running on stuff. And, and it's like, it, there's a weird part of it that just feels like they took a bunch of things from other games that I think are probably better and then tried to like mash them together. I could be completely off base here, but I'll be honest, I'm a little meh on this game. And that's weird to me because normally a game like this would be like right up my alley. And I don't know, like maybe it's because like where wins meets or where wins meet is coming out at some point. And it's kind of like, well, that game looks way cooler to me than this yeah. game does. So I, I like, I don't know, man, I'm a little torn on this one. I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Cause I'll be, I don't know what to think on this. Was it, was it because of the graphics? Oh, you were gonna. I was not gonna mention it, Ryan, and I was not gonna mention it, Ryan. I was gonna be a good little host and not trigger Paul. Oh, it won't trigger me. They you you, like were, you, were, you were Josh was a little harsher on the graphics than me. I did not think the graphics looked great, I thought they looked okay. I think they're, it bothered okay. you a lot more. They're, they're okay if you want yeah. like entry level PS4 graphics. I, you know, I think this, I think wait, this, this game, is a PS5 game, right, guys? It this is a PS5 this, game. This is next gen console game. Yeah, because it looks yeah, like last gen console game to me. Especially after you watch Death Stranding and then you watch this. Yeah, and you're like ah. that's a hard back to back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say there's so much going on on the screen at any moment in Rise of the Ronin, and you're like grappling into the air and flying around the map. My guess is they're prioritizing smoother animations with maybe some lower resolutions. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I wrote down is the fire pipe looked sweet. Like when has a <laughs> flamethrower not worked in a game? Have you yeah. ever equipped a flamethrower and been like, this sucks? No, there's no. nothing more fun yeah. than running around lighting things on fire. <laughs> yeah. Now I will say, cause I don't want to, I don't want to upset people that I know are super excited about this game. I, the team ninja who is the developer of this game, they make fun games. They prioritize gameplay and, and you know, combat and mechanics and just smooth gameplay type stuff. I've played Nio, um, you know, some of the older stuff that they did back in the day. Like I, I get that their priority is not like cutting edge graphics and, and that's fine. I just have to poke a little fun at the fact that this is a PS5 next gen game that looks a little in the graphical department. Now, gameplay wise, I, I like a lot of what I see, but it just didn't grab me. And and I for the people that it did grab, I'm super hyped for you, but I just don't know what it is about this game that just doesn't really make me go, ooh, like here's something new. Yeah. Well, t for me, like um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to get it. It's going to be a lot of fun for, you know, many out there, but all it made me want to do was just go play Ghost of Tsushima. Right. Like, like I know that game is great. Uh, yeah, exactly. It looks I know fantastic. it's absolutely fantastic. I know it looks fantastic. I know the gameplay is amazing. Uh, the assassinations are amazing. All of the stuff about it is great. So it's almost like this is like a couple tiers below that. So why would I buy this new game and play that when I can just play this game that I already know is amazing? 
especially when we have so many Eastern Asian action RPGs coming out this year, I I would love a playable demo just to be able to get my hands on it. See maybe if it has that identity, that's not necessarily obvious from the videos. All right, moving on to the next game here, not too much to talk about, but until dawn, which was a very beloved game on PS4 is getting a remaster It'll be available on Windows for the first time, which I think is great, and it'll be on the PS5. In my opinion, Until Dawn is the second best interactive movie game that is out there. I've got Heavy Rain, number one. That's one of my all-time favorite games. Until Dawn, for me, is just you know right below that. I think it's a fantastic game. It is way better than The Quarry, which you and I did a deep yeah, dive on, Josh, which neither of us was yeah. very crazy about. Um, did either of you guys play Until Dawn, or, or am I the only one? I was going to ask if you could explain this game to me, because <laughs> <laughs> I have never played it. I am familiar with the title only. I didn't even know that it was like an interactive movie, to be honest with you. From the trailer, I thought this was like a Dead by Daylight type clone, because uh, it looks like yeah. a bunch of kids running from a murder, and at some point they show like a generator or something, and I was like, is this just another Dead by Daylight? Like, what is this? <laughs> You're not too far off, but it's not, it doesn't play at all like Dead by Daylight, but like all those elements are in there. It, it kind of similar to The Quarry, it just plays like a horror movie and you have to make a bunch of decisions. Let's hide in the attic. No, in the basement. Why can't we just get in the running car? Are you crazy? Let's hide behind the chainsaws. Every character in the game can die or stay alive at the end, and there's a lot to discover and figure out. I don't remember all the ins and outs of the story. I think it has something to do where one of the kids died the year before, and they all come back on the anniversary of the death, but then someone starts picking off people, so there's like a murderer on the loose. And um, yeah, you just get to make a lot of choices, and those games are always... High risk, high reward. Like, I know a lot of people like Detroit Become Human. That one didn't really do it for me all that much. Uh, But if you're into that genre and you never tried Until Dawn, this is like the kind of game that even people who don't like interactive movie style games tend to still like Until Dawn. It's a good one to try out. Nice. Yeah, I I never I never tried it. It was it was part of that era. I know I talked about it on the the squad cast. Um, It came out a little bit after Destiny. And anything for like four years after Destiny, I didn't touch because all I did was play Destiny. <laughs> so that's yeah, like I, me with WoW. Yeah, it was like five years. Yeah. It was just all World of Warcraft. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a short break, and then we'll come right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, guys, continuing our state of play talk here. A couple last things to cover. Stellar Blade. We yes. got now a we're gameplay talking, overview. I, this now game we're got talking? Me, this game got, I'm not going to lie, I think Stellar Blade looks phenomenal, and I don't yeah. think it Oof. looks phenomenal because of the protagonist. No, Oof. I know what you and think Ryan looks started nodding his head. <laughs> nope. I just, I love... All the outfit changes? This, this reminds me of Near Automata meets uh, some super fast-paced combat. Like I don't know. I thought this game actually looked really good. 
this to me just looked exactly like near automata to the point that i was almost like i don't really? even know why this game exists oh, it looks see, so much the like combat Nier. and stuff looks so much like faster paced and kind of over the top and it's so stylized and the more i watched the trailer i just went like dude i think this game looks legit man and I get I listen, I'm on this I I'm on social media. I know a lot of you know, there was a lot of jokes going around and people saying this is a day one buy for me and you know that kind of stuff. And it's like I get it. I could care less about like what the protagonist looks like in this game. The gameplay <laughs> itself I thought looked very enjoyable. It was fast paced, it had some crazy insane boss fight mechanic type stuff. Um it it kind of just I, I think it it catered to my sense of like, I want chaos and a thousand things happening at once, like on screen and just getting in that like groove of jumping around and flipping around everywhere and giant swords and weapons and stuff like that. And I was like, I think it looks pretty darn good. It's post-apocalyptic Ryan. I know I actually have it in my, in my show notes. Like I, I, you know, I love me some post-apocalyptic worlds, but this one, I mean, the, the fighting looked okay, the combat and stuff, but I just, you know, I wish they spent more time on uh, the hair graphics even than they did on the jiggle <laughs> effects. Like, you know, they spent some time there, but yeah, it was, I, I was watching uh, the trailer too, and I love looking up um, at all the comments just to see what people are saying about it. This one made me laugh so hard. It's, this is, they're, they're renaming the game. It's, if K-pop idols, idols were post-apocalyptic Devil May Cry setting, the game. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And that's I was like, spot on. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> also, shout out to previous host of the show, Michael, who once tried to draft Tubi as his wife yes, in one of our drafts. That's very true. <laughs> so I, I'm sure I'm sure our buddy Michael is loving this trailer. I'll just say that. I I mean I it, like the characters. There's the weird old guy with like he's half robot. Like you can see his spine hanging out. These boss fights, they, they, it's got the monster with like the, it looks like he's got a giant drill bit for a head kind of thing. I like, I don't know, man. This game looks legit to me. It's super over the top. It's colorful. It's fast paced. I, for me, it's kind of like what's not to enjoy on this one. You're a lot bigger on Nier Automata than me. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I did not love Nier Automata. I thought it was okay. But so if Nier I think Automata it's... was faster paced, more combat oriented. Like would that would that appeal to you more? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe. This just to me, this also looks like a true next gen game. Like, and I like seeing that. Like, I feel like this game looks like a game should look in twenty twenty four as like a progression of, you know, let's take things but let's amp them up to another level. And I feel like this at least looks like that. Again, I have no idea what this game will actually play like, but just from a spectacle standpoint, this trailer really caught my eye. It definitely looks nice. I, I will absolutely give you that. All right. And uh, for our listeners out there, if they're not aware, Silent Hill surprise dropped a free game called The Short Message. Uh, none of the three of us have been able to test it out. But at the same time, I think Silent Hill just wanted to put out something yeah. and say, hey, Silent Hill 2 is still coming out. Trust us. Here's something to tide you over in the meantime. So that's available on PlayStation. And then lastly, from the state of play. Oh. We got a Judas yes. official story trailer. Now, Judas is a game that we have hyped on the show before. We talked about it when it was first announced. It is made by the creator of Bioshock. It has been dubbed Bioshock in space. 
and it's been in development for over eight years. And I definitely poked fun. I think his name is Ken Levine, if memory serves. He initially quit because he did not want to make another Bioshock game, made his own studio, and just appears to be making a Bioshock (laughs) game, which is very funny. I'm not sure that this trailer taught us a whole lot. It was almost more like another teaser, if you ask me. I agree. I, I, yeah, I, I totally forgot about this one too. And right away, I'm like, this is just Bioshock. Like, you yeah, see the yeah. robots come out and everything. I was like, all, and the powers from the hands, the, everything about it, just, yeah. It, I, and then, you know, it kind of jogged my memory, but I, uh, I didn't see, yeah, I didn't see anything new. I didn't see anything to write home about. Just kind of more of just a teaser. More vibes. Yeah. The vibes are cool. Vibes. Yeah. Looks, are looks like it's cool. Looks like it'll be, it'll be fun. I know this guy is excited. But. I, uh, this was the height of the show for me, man. I mean, I, Judas, since we very first heard about it and we saw the trailer where it was Bioshock in space, I don't know, three years ago or whatever the first time was, <laughs> it's been on my wish list on Steam. And so when this, this was the first thing I watched, like when I was just like, I got to see this trailer. I think it looks incredible. Now it looks incredibly like Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we all think it looks good. I don't know that it showed anything all that. Like it's called a story trailer. Do you know the story after watching this trailer? No, I'm sure it's some person no. goes to some civilization that somebody tried to create and then fell apart because humans are humans and do bad things. And you know, um, every other premise of every Bioshock game. It's funny because we joke around about, you know, games like, you know, we, you know, Bethesda, you know, Hey, Bethesda games, you know, them because they all kind of play the same Ubisoft, same thing. Right. And we kind of pick on those. And then it's like, here I am, you know, being all amped up for Bioshock four, basically. Yeah. The guy keeps making the same game over and, and over. It's like, <laughs> but here's the thing. Bioshock infinite came out in 2013. So yeah. it has been 11 years now since we have had a taste of Bioshock. I'm ready for another taste of Bioshock. Like when you start, uh, you know, and again, it's like Starfield came out, got a taste of Bethesda formula, you know, it's fine, whatever. Ubisoft, Far Cry 6, I'm sure Far Cry 7 won't be any different, you know, that kind of thing. But if you've gone long enough without getting that flavor, sometimes it's like, okay, now it's been long enough. (laughs) Absence makes the heart grow fonder. You need some Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but I, yeah. I I mean, I love everything I saw about this trailer. I, I, Bioshock's just such a good game. So if you're giving me Bioshock in 2024 or 2025, whenever it releases, I think it's actually set for 2025. Okay, I, I'm amped about that. Like, I want a current gen Bioshock. Give it to me. It would be pretty cool. I did. I, I was scrolling through my uh, Switch the other day. Uh, it's on the store and I saw Bioshock on there. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Bioshock Infinite. And so I picked it up. So now <laughs> I'm in bed instead of just sitting and scrolling dumb social media or something. I'm playing Bioshock in bed, like with the lights off and before I fall asleep. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm itching for one like that. So hopefully this one, uh, hopefully it's as good as you hope it is. Yeah. That's the thing. Like everything about it looks and speaks very highly of it. Yeah. I just want to see a little bit more because this has been in development for at least eight years and maybe even a little bit longer. So all this time later, just give me a little bit of a more in-depth breakdown of combat and abilities. That's just what I'm waiting for. I want to see, you know, some more specifics. Just go watch if, if that Bioshock makes sense. gameplay, Paul. 
Yeah. Sure, just load <laughs> it back your, up. your breakdown. <laughs> I know. It's been a couple of years. You know, maybe maybe I will reinstall yeah. Bioshock. That's a good idea. All right, let's move on to uh, what's going to shape up to be our last story of the day. All right, we have to talk about the release of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. All right, now... Is that what they call that? You sure about that? Yeah, that's what they call it. Um, it's had a very interesting past up to this point, I would say. It's made by Rocksteady, who did the Batman Arkham games. The game was really highly anticipated at first. Some footage came out. People were like, I didn't know this is what it was. This isn't really jiving with me. And so then there was like some backlash. Then there was backlash to the backlash. The game finally released on February 2nd. Although people who paid a hundred bucks for the deluxe version got to play starting on January 29th. Critics have been very harsh on the game. It is sitting at a 62 on Metacritic for the PS5 version. And there's a couple other details to go along with it at release. Denuvo anti-cheat was added stealthily at the last minute, which we have seen so many times in the last couple of years. And the game had to be taken offline almost immediately because people who paid a hundred bucks were logging in. The game was immediately marked as complete and they were not able to get any quests. So they yanked the servers. They fixed it. Servers went back up. They had to go back down again. They had all these issues. So if you paid the extra 30 bucks for three days of access, you lost a lot of that time. Despite all that, it's still rocking a pretty respectable 85% on Steam. This is like a whole roller coaster ride. I don't even know what to make of Kill the Suicide Squad at this time. I don't. I, this is one where we followed the development of this game from when it was announced to when they gave the very initial preview to people. And that was a very bad preview. That was the one where it was everybody swinging from the sky. A lot of jumping. Yeah. 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 Everybody was swinging from the sky from a rope that you couldn't see where the tethered to kind of like Spider-Man almost. And just shooting these big purple glowy things. And everybody went, yo, this game sucks to their credit. They took that feedback and they said, wow, okay. Yeah. Maybe people are right. They spent the next year and a half tweaking it and fixing it. And then the the beta came out. We played the beta. My beta was so bugged that I literally could not make it past <laughs> the first five minutes of the Green Lantern part of the beta. And I remember asking you, like, are you able to play? And you were like, yeah, I uninstalled, I reinstalled, and it just was completely bugged out for me. And I just gave up at that point. I think you said, it's fine. You know, I think you said it's basically exactly what you expect from a looter shooter live service kind of game. Yes. You know, um, I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I felt like, ooh, after I do this for like eight hours, am I going to want to just keep doing the same thing over and over? And I felt like the answer was probably no. So I did not pick this up. I don't think any of the three of us did. No, I don't have any interest in picking it up, to be honest. Um, it's very neat to see that dichotomy, right? Because this is, again, one of the things that we're really seeing. And we're even seeing it in our Discord server, right? Where uh, Joff picked up this game and was instantly like, guys, I'm hooked. I'm two hours in, and this is the most fun I've had in a video game in a while. And then he hit five hours in, and he went, I'm starting to see a couple of the flaws, but I'm still having a blast. And then he got seven hours in and he went, okay, this game has some flaws and I don't know how far he is in now, but yeah. I think his last post was like, I can totally see why it might be getting slammed by the critics. I've had a lot of fun with it, but I also can fully admit and see the flaws of this game as well. We don't 
you know, let's be clear. We don't ever want a game to fail. Our our goal is not to say, ha ha, we told you so, you know, in, in regards to that. I mean, we're just three gamers giving our opinions and, and kind of trying to explain things. You make your own choices on what you play. I don't think any of us ever want to see a game fail on purpose. Um, I think we all said this game just doesn't look like it really has legs. I I don't think I am in the mood for the gameplay loop where it's going to be just, you know, defend this truck eight times. And I, I mean, from what we hear, the mission variety is not super great. The combat is good and people are having fun with it, but it's just not a game that I am super interested in. And I don't think you guys are either. We kind of feel this way about skull and bones where I don't think we're seeing, right. I mean, honestly, I don't (laughs) know. Skull and Bones is worse. Yeah. But I think the goal is not to say we want this game to suck. Ha ha. We were right. I think our point is there's some red flags. There's some issues that we see. Just be aware. If you're okay with that, great. Like, honestly, if you're playing Suicide Squad and you're loving it, we're insanely happy for you. Like that doesn't mean like just because we point something out doesn't mean we want negative things to happen to the developers and the people and stuff like that. So I just, I want to make that known because again, our job is to just say, Hey, here's some things we see. You make the decision. If you're okay with that and you love it, then we're super happy for you. If we put games on your radar that you pick up and love, that's makes us happy if a game is bad and you stayed away because you thought, Hey, you know what? I kind of agree with you guys. I think that's bad. And then you go, wow, you guys saved me 60 bucks. Great. You know what I mean? But it's not, it's not this like throw your opinion out there and you better agree with our opinion on something kind of thing. I'm seeing that all over the place with suicide squad. It's been so divisive for people and I don't get it, man. Yeah. Ryan, can you tell which of us uh, runs our social media accounts? Oh, I can. Josh, Josh may have been a little uh, uh, down from the social media. You guys need to be nicer online. It's like, just, guys, I, I, I can't take it anymore. These people are crazy. We have always just said, dude, we want gamers to enjoy gaming. We don't console war. We don't slander anybody's game picks. You know what I mean? Like, if you love a game that we don't like, that's great. Elite Dangerous. Michael loved it. We hate it. That's fine. That's okay for that to happen. But dude, social media will make you think that you are the worst person in the world. If you don't like a game, they'll make you feel like you're an idiot for liking a game. And it's just a dark place, guys. It's dangerous <laughs> and I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I don't feel safe. I need an adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think the way I also see it is everyone has limited resources, right? And most gamers are not following development of these games. Maybe they see a headline once or twice on Reddit or something, and then they glance at it and that's it. And so for us just looking at it, you know, people are only going to be able to buy so many games every year. And we just try to give our thoughts of what looks to be shaping up good and other ones that aren't. And um, Suicide Squad, I think, look, in the few hours I played, played totally fine. I kind of felt like the beta was kind of good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm just not going to spend 70 bucks. I played it for a couple hours, got my fill. For me personally, I'm going to move on. If other people are loving it, great. I mean, I love Rocksteady. I I have said the Arkham games are criminally underrated oh, at this point. Oh, so good. People don't talk about yeah. them anymore, and it, they're some of the best games ever made. So, uh, yeah, this is just one that I don't think I'll pick up, but I'll still check out what they make next. I, I'm with yeah. you guys. I'm Yeah, I'm definitely not going to get this one, but I mean, Paul, you called it. You've been doing this long enough. You called it right away. You're like, 
it's good. I had fun, but I don't see myself having, you know, more than five, six, seven hours in this game. So imagine people that went and paid a hundred dollars and they're getting six, seven hours of enjoyment out of something like that. You know, it goes back to that yeah. one episode where we were talking about uh, gaming per hour. You know, are you really going to pay, you know, 10, 15 bucks an hour for a game like this? It's like, and eh, nah, not really. Maybe if you, you know? have a, if you have a lot of money to just throw at games, then yeah, exactly. maybe it is worth it for people. Yeah. But, but yeah, this is one where if it starts to feel grindy, just that's when you quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, apologies here to Banishers, Ghost of New Eden. Uh, we've run out of time. I'm channeling my Jimmy Kimmel saying, you know, we've run out of time for Matt Damon. Uh, so that'll wrap everything up for this week in gaming. Hey, if you want to go check out the trailer for Banishers, it releases on February 13th. So it's right next to Deep Rock Galactic Survivor. Uh, I think we're all a little more excited about Deep Rock. We're going to have some yeah. content to talk about that down the road. Um but yeah, I think that's one none of us feel all that passionate about anyway. So no, <laughs> we'll just move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, as a reminder, please make sure to rate our show five stars and check out Patreon support options for those bonus episodes, etc. at MultiplayerSquad.com. We hope everyone out there enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Happy gaming. Rock and stone. Rock and stone. Yeah. It can't go unanswered, man. So <laughs> it's not the 13th yet, guys. I know. All <laughs> you right. Gotta wait. <laughs> See you, everybody. Bye.